Hill provides the thrills, Sam is still ill and Turkerton tops the bin. Hello and welcome back to the British Touring Car Podcast and as you heard in the intro there, I am still ill. Russ, how are you? I am not ill. Good. Which is good. That makes one of us. Yeah, so um, no doubt I'll be doing once again the heavy lifting as you splutter your way through. In fact, you would sound a little bit like a infinity in Upton Steel Curves at the start of the season, spluttering your way through what is to be an action-packed podcast. Yes, I'll try and keep the coughs to a minimum. Please um, do. Well done for doing the um, preview pod well, uh, last week. The I term hero is banded about. <laughs> I know it's very difficult to do it on your own, um, but yeah, I listened back to it and um, pleasantly surprised. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> That's all right. Um, Knock Hill. Yeah. It was back to... Scotland. Yes, back to Scotland. Back to regular racing? No. No, no. I, it threw up a few surprises for me. It's a track that I wasn't expecting to have such a advantage to a particular set of cars. I know we get them across the, the year. This is probably, I'd say, the biggest advantage for a group of cars that I've seen all season. Yeah, I think going into it, we weren't we weren't pitting them against each other in such extremes no um but the wheel drive certainly did dominate this weekend yeah it's surprising because obviously on paper there's only really one area where apart from the line obviously where the traction really comes into its own being a real drive and that's coming off the old hairpin i thought they'd struggle more going through those really speedy left right up and down chicanes but i mean hills in particular how he did not shatter a shock absorber or a suspension or rip a wheel off because he was launching it through those curbs. I've never seen a car fly that much. He wasn't the only one to get plenty of air throughout but the weekend. lap after well. lap after yeah, lap. I'm, and for three races, I'm shocked he didn't do any damage to that car. It shows how well that BMW is built. Oh, it's built superbly, isn't it? Because yeah. you, you know, Sutton's aggressive, <clears throat> but Hill took it to another level this weekend. Yeah, they were certainly monstering the curbs, not just through that uh, first corner at Turn 1, but also through the chicane, where um, it certainly took... Some corner cutting, shall we say? Uh, I, I mean, don't. I don't think anyone had a, a wheel on the road. No, so going through there, which annoyed me later on that somebody got track limits. I think it was Patterson. Did they got a track limits warning? It might have been Patterson. I can't remember if it was <coughs> somebody else, but um, yeah, they got a track limits warning. Which I think, what you can't install this now. It's it's a track where track limits clearly don't exist. And to be fair, I'm quite glad they don't exist because there is punishment for cutting. Okay, the chicane's fine, but the more speed you take through there by cutting the corner, the more likely you are to dip a wheel in the gravel on the exit, which we saw time and time and time again throughout the weekend. Also, the trouble with that is that corner specifically on that track is blind. Yeah. You, you really don't... You have to pick almost a, a piece on the skyline as where to aim at to actually get it correct it's good fun in knock it yeah it's, <laughs> it's so it's. good i'd love to have a hot lap round there but driven by somebody who you know can take me at those kind of speeds around yeah. the track because i think i'd be too scared i'd be doing hill starts and everything well hopefully next year we might actually get time to go up there absolutely talking of hill starts should we find out where hill started oh that's tenuous but i like it thank you qualifying report as you mentioned then, in qualifying, Hill was top of the pile, um, and it was actually not just one, not just two, but three times he set. 
hope not. Um, he set the quickest lap, yeah. um, faster than anyone else. Any of those laps would have been quicker than the next best placed man, which was Ash Sutton. I don't think I've seen a more dominant performance of a weekend since Neil won all three races. Or was it Neil? No, Eves won all three races. You mean from Hill? This yeah, yeah, from yeah, Hill. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Because um, even in play won all three at Brands Hatch that year. He was challenged. He was challenged. Whereas yeah. Hill, let's be honest, he took pole by a country mile in touring car terms. Yeah, it was, what, two and a half tenths? Which is a country mile yeah. in touring car terms. Won the first race, which we're going to get into. Sorry, spoiler on that. <laughs> Should have won the second race, let's be yeah. honest. And probably could have won the third race yeah. had he got through the field a little bit quicker. And I think had he got past Colin a lap or two earlier, would have won the third race as well. I think he would have caught Gamble. Yeah, his fastest lap of the session um, was under the existing race lap record, um, which was particularly impressive, basically because we were using a medium compound rather than the uh, softer rubber that we would have been used to from Dunlop. Um, But yeah, Ash Sutton was best of the rest in a front-wheel drive car on the front row, which was an astonishing effort on its own. The only front-wheel drive car that really turned up this weekend, wasn't he? Yeah, it was only front-wheel drive in the top five, because um, Turkington, um, Morgan, Jelly, Gamble, they were just all up there ready to ready to go. And Moffat in ninth with a real drive car, of course. Yep. yep. It's only, only splitters were, as you say, Sutton, then uh, Rory Butcher, Tingalingaloo, and uh, Camish within the top I two. beg your pardon. You don't listen to Tin Top Tuesday, do you? No, sorry. There's a song called Tingalingaloo, which they play in every song, which really annoys Tom Ingram. So. Oh, okay, fair enough. Uh, if he's listening, you can't escape. <laughs> yep. Um, Dan Camish had a slightly better weekend, uh, well. qualifying inside the top ten, which is better than recent times. Um, he seems... Is he getting hold of that car now? Now... At the risk of giving Tin Top Tuesday another plug, but they might plug us back, you don't know. Um, they actually spoke to Sutton about this on this week's episode, about why Camish isn't up to speed with the car. Uh, and Sutton pointed out part of it's bad luck. Mm. Part of it is that um, they've both got very different driving styles. So you know, Sutton, if he looks at some of the data Camish has done and goes, I'll never be able to do that in a million years and vice versa. And thirdly, I think this is a really good point, is that he's had a year out. And it's a, it's a really hard championship to get back into. Yes, he went into the Porsches. Yes, he won the Porsches. But it's a really hard championship just to get back into and get back into and race well. And you look at who he's racing against. This is one of the strongest eras I've ever come across in my time watching it. Yep. You know, they had a really cool interview with Plato and Neil this weekend as well. Um, at the track talking about and Neil thinks players should carry on. Yeah, and he's, all that yeah, as well. And he's, Neil's missing, missing etc. But Plato was right. It was only those two battling each other. Mm-hmm. Turkton won his... I'm not trying to detract from Turkton, but it wasn't as competitive when he won his... Yep. Uh, at first three at least and I think that Cameron has come back into a point where you've got Sutton is probably at his peak Turkton who's still scoring points like uh, in Turkton's point scoring ability is ridiculous it's consistency it is, it's so ridiculous pretty much anyone else you then look at you've got Jake Hill as a rising star Ingram who's probably in the form of his life right now that's four great drives straight off the bat Cook's up there in his peak and you then look at the rest of the field you're up against in the top ten they're all drivers that are in great machinery and are good drivers. And as Sutton said, that if you qualify down in 20th, it looks like you're doing better because you make progress quickly into 10th. But when you're already in 10th, mm-hmm. it's hard to make progress because you're around people that are similar talent to you anyway. Do you think part of it is Sutton having BMR behind him and those group of engineers that he's yeah. had since he was in the MG? Yeah, and he did allude to that on, yeah. on, the, on the interview as well. <laughs> 
on the interview as well that um, he did take a couple of his guys across with him, which have helped him on that side of things. But of course, Sutton is fresh in this series. He's just won back-to-back titles. He's not had a break from the series. Okay, yeah, except he's gone into a front-wheel drive car, and that's for the first time. Although I think the MG was front-wheel drive, or maybe it wasn't actually. I think the MG was, but it was a while ago. Anyway, um, whereas Cameron just had that year out in completely different machinery, and has now had to come back into one of the most competitive areas of the touring cars and try and compete. And I don't think it's that much of a surprise he is where he is. That said, he has had some rotten luck this year from the car catching far on the very first lap of his qualifying mm. at Donington. That kind of yeah. set the pace, isn't it? Yeah, and it then, did. And then this weekend, as we get into race three, he gets caught up in other people's dramas, which is not his fault. And if you're at that end of the grid, you don't necessarily expect to be caught up in those kind of dramas. Well, you mentioned dramas. There were a couple of dramas throughout qualifying. Um, Ricky Collard and Rick Parfit endured spins during the session, as did Nick Hamilton, who also brought out a red flag. Um, as a result, he wasn't wasn't able to carry the session on. I didn't watch qualifying. I can't remember. Um, there was too much going on in the F1. I mean... <coughs> Gotifi was set in purple sectors. I'd be honest, that took my that took my uh, attention. Yes. Sorry. Um, and notable absentees from the top ten were Gordon Shedden, who was just outside, and also Josh Cook, who was a fair way down. Um, that which BTC car has got no gut whatsoever. It's weird. It is really weird, but there's just no power. I, I know. I understand that they have different engine suppliers than. Uh, Team Dynamics. Yeah. Team Dynamics. I think the Neil Brown engine and BTC are, are running the regular yeah, M Sport yeah, engine. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can see how much of a difference it's made in the Hyundai this season for teaming up with Swindon from last year yeah, but and going on to make their own engine. Motorbase have got the stock engine, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. And yeah. they're quick. Well, two of them are. Yeah, but you'd expect that. <coughs> they're in the premier part of the racing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Butcher's got the standard engine as far as I'm aware. I don't think Toyota have provided an engine have they? Uh, I'm not sure I'd have to check that. Butch is quick if not and then Bobby Thompson's pretty quick Yeah. and hard yeah, I've got yeah. the standard engine so I'm not all about this and I've, I've said on pods before and I don't want to sort of go over old ground but if you're that unhappy develop your own. Mm. Hyundai were clearly not happy or thought they could do better and have developed their own and it's a monster Yeah it is So yes it's expensive but you've got to balance it out and if, you, if you're going to stick at the engine, you've got to find ways around it. And they've had plenty of times to do that in the test, the two tyre tests. So I don't have a great deal of sympathy. No, I can tell. Um, I, well, I, I, I hate whining. <coughs> it's the thing that I hate about F1 drivers are always moaning. I don't like the whining that goes on. You know, you should be able to drive around issues mm. to a point, And you've got talent there to try and work it out. And you should just say, yeah, we're trying, it's not working, we're going to keep trying. But to keep moaning about it and keep, I don't know, I just kind of think get on with it. Well, we'll move on to the Sunday now. Please do. And we'll see how quick those BMWs actually were. Race one. So race one, and already it's been described as one of the all-time classic touring car races. And I'd probably agree. This was... Had a little bit of everything, didn't it? Spicy. Yes. It was flat out to the max at the front, at least. Yeah, it was a really... Obviously, the main flashpoint, if you like, was Hill and Sutton. Hill trying to get the jump done at the start, which he did, whilst the tyres were cold. Very, I said it in the preview, and I'm glad we proved right for a change, that we saw the Sutton of old this weekend. He was punchy. He knew he had a car beneath him. And I think he probably knows deep down he needs to start scoring the bigger points. 
he very much understood that obviously the front wheel drives are so much stronger in those early laps when the rear wheel drives are still trying to warm those front tyres up and protecting them a little bit and he was on the attack right from the off and he was crawling all over the back of Jake Hill yep. um, and it paid off in the early stages Yep. and he managed to get by. And then the, 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 you know, the battle commenced. Okay. Yes. Carry on. Carry on. Yes. Okay. Then the battle commenced, uh, and unfortunately, Hill locked up going into the hairpin, smacked into the back of Sutton, which he was not happy about. How many bonnets has Hill been through this season? I don't know. I did it's quite a few. On BTC House of Memes, showing um, the classic clips of James May being hit from behind and just putting Sutton this yeah. weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that broke the tow link for Sutton's car, which uh, were damaged. I was going to say, yeah, it, yeah, it, it bent it. Sorry, it bent put it. Him out you're, right. you're right. Yeah, sorry, bent it. Which meant he struggled then with pace the rest of the race, which, I mean, Ash is very chill about these things, so he, obviously he was fine about it. No, no one was saying he was. He was do you want some tissue for that water? No, no, <laughs> no okay. Uh, yeah, they they had words in Park Ferme afterwards. Yes, he he was um, fairly well tempered in the in the interview after the race, but having had a a biff up the arse from Hill and then Turkington later on in the race, yeah, oh. he he wasn't best pleased. Sure, the Turkington really annoyed me, not because it was Turkington, because again he did what Hill did, locked up. The Tim Harvey commentary. Oh God! Of, yes. He's hit him, but it's okay because he didn't mean to, and there's no real damage done. And he so hasn't pushed, He hasn't pushed him wide or slowed him down. No, it's he's fine. made a mistake. If I bop you on the nose, it's fine as long as there's no damage. I mean, oh, the, the BMW loving this weekend was absolutely unbearable, wasn't it? Yes, I, I it thought was. it was just me watching it here. When I went back and watched them for prep for this, it was unbelievable this weekend. Yeah, we get it. You're a BMW ambassador. We get <coughs> it. BMWs are good. We get it. You like Colin. We get it. Jeez. Maybe that might make my bingo next week. Just you just say everything. BMW. Mention about Colin. BMW. Mention about Colin. BMW. And BMW. <laughs> anyway. So it was a good race. Yeah. Colin Turkington in BMW. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's a couple of um, yeah uh, smacks into the back of Sutton's car, which, as I say, didn't particularly please, please the championship contender. But overall, it was fairly clean at the front. Once Hill got back in front of Sutton, that was pretty much it. Was able to check out. Yeah, um, and Turkington did the classic Turkington. Apart from that, punt up the arse. Um, he then stayed behind Sutton and couldn't actually find a way through, despite how on the edge Sutton's car was looking. Yeah, but I think from Turkington's point of view, is do you really want to go toe to toe with Sutton? Well, well, you don't need to. And well. well, he didn't need to. And I think Sutton is a very, I think it's very fair. But he races to the centimeter. Do you really want to risk coming together with him and but losing his both few points, or do you know what? I'll have him off the line in race two. Whereas Hill is just balls to the wall. Oh, Hill is absolutely balls. Yeah. But, but Hill needed to be because how far back he was coming to this weekend. Yeah, certainly was. And he knew he had a ridiculously quick car underneath him and needed to make hay where the sun was shining. Can I just say one bit that we have forgotten was that Morgan didn't make the start. Sorry, yeah. Where his grid spot was meant to be. So he qualified fourth, um, had an issue on the lap to the grid, then had to get recovered back round to the pit lane and then joined up on the back of the grid on the formation laps, of which we had two. Yes. We, we always have two, to be fair. Yes. At Knock Hill. When his luck changes, I would suggest he buys a lottery ticket. Yeah, and we'll, we'll put him on for the title win. Yes. Because, yeah, his luck is awful. It's not great, is it? No. Talking about people who've not had good luck this year, Plato got into a bit of a skirmish back down the field. 
it's not his season, is it? I, look, That's I, what happens when you qualify down there. I do kind of feel for him. I'm going to do my usual play to defence corner. Go on then. Play the jingle. Um, it must be pretty awful going from a team which, let's be fair, didn't have much chance of winning races. Although Lloyd was pretty was competitive in the car last year, and I do think the player has lost his edge. Mm. But it must be pretty disheartening going from a team that is at its probably its peak level. To be fair, I don't see PMR challenging for a title anytime soon. No. Going to a car that is a multiple race winner, Cooks yeah. challenged the title in that car for <coughs> three years on the bounce mathematically for three years on the bounce and now he's got there and it looks like he's trying to drive a John Deere tractor around so I do kind of feel sorry for him that he's <coughs> gone he's gone there to what should be on paper a, a, really a car that car. can at least win a race he's not yes. going to win a championship in it yeah. although I stupidly predict he might be a dark horse at the start of the season but less about that the better gloss over that <laughs> glossed um, but it must be pretty disheartening to know that there's a car there that just needs a bit of unlocking to be a race winner. Dare I say, if you look into qualifying, and at the talking about sort of like drivers maybe being over the peak a little, when you're three or four tenths off of where you used to be, you're going to be qualifying down where he is now. Yeah, there, there is that as well, particularly in this grid where you, know, you are looking at very small uh, you're, gaps. You're looking each at other. top twenty, top twenty-five, possibly covered by one second. Yeah, you are, and it, it's hard. It's really difficult mm. to find that edge. And you're right; a lot of it comes to what, where you're operating in your performance levels. And I know Turkey's not as old, but he's still doing it. Jelly's not as old. Jelly's having a really good season. Yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know. Obviously, <sighs> is it a reason why we've seen Ch- Chilton struggle? I've not rated Chilton for about three, four, five years now. To be fair. <laughs> I, I really wonder where Plato would be, dare I say it, if you stick him in a BMW. I'd love to see it. Yeah, so would I. And also, you mentioned Chilton there. Obviously, Max was here this weekend, not oh, Tom. God. <laughs> <coughs> it must be a hard job commentating, but you just kind of wanted someone just to lean in his ear and go, mate, it's Tom, it's not Max. Yes, yeah, Tim didn't even bail him out once. No. Well, Tim probably would, I was like, yeah, to be fair. True. That is true. He was too busy going, BMW, BMW, BMW over there. You, you mentioned Max slash Tom Shilton. Um, <laughs> Mox. A, fa- a, fairly, a fairly solid weekend for Yeah, him. no, he was good. He was good this weekend. And um, first race finished 11th, sort of like battling with those drivers just outside the top 10. Um, Ricky Collard was around there. Thompson, Moffitt, home circuit for him. Morgan managed to battle all the way back from the back of the grid to 14th. But Cook only finished fifteenth. Yeah, that as I said in the in the bit in about qualifying, the car's gutless. Yep. It really is, and at tracks like this, it shows. And I, on this question, Thruxton aside, obviously, <laughs> do you see it taking up a podium this year? You um, think the tracks we've got coming up, Snetterton is a power track that yes, is going to really struggle at Snetterton, I think. Yeah, Brands Hatch, it's the longer circuit, more yep. power's needed. Silverstone. You don't break on that lap. I was going to say, there's lots of straight lines. You don't break on that lap. The, the, the Where that makes it speed up is the corners. It's such a good car for cornering, which yep. is why it works at Thruxton. So maybe it works at Silverstone, that basis, that it will be able to carry even more speed into the corners. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I, as you say, apart from Thruxton, maybe one other circuit. Um but Silverstone I think is that everyone's good at Silverstone. I think this could be Cook slowly fading out of the championship battle. I think he's out already. Um, I think f- this weekend five became four. Okay. 
Just just because the, you look at the level those four are operating at. Mm. And to be honest, when we come to our predictions <coughs> for the other rest of the races, I reckon that those four will be the ones that are constantly we put in for pole, constantly put in for race wins. I, I don't really see many other race winners, apart from race three, obviously. Yeah, yeah. It's certainly noticeable with um, the change from ballast to hybrid this year that we are having a, a bigger gap almost between those top drivers and the midfield. Agreed. And I'd also say I think it's the first weekend where I've seen hybrid actually effective okay i think that it was um quite noticeable when drivers had run out of hybrid and when p- the gaps were being closed to drivers that were using hybrid because there was that in the run-up to the hairpin mm. that was a particular zone where cars were to pull alongside going into the hairpin a bit easier i've yeah. not really seen that this year and john clend i uh, was a guest this weekend for itv and also said that you know in these looking at for next year or worse that yeah. effect that it's, i think it i does. agree it's not worked in the way we expected it to but I think it's the first time I've actually seen what it possibly could do. Yeah. A um, couple of drivers that didn't get to the end of this race. Uh, first of all being Jack Butel, back from obviously a weekend away. Um, <coughs> only completed a couple of laps. Uh, Row Bottom had issues as well. Yeah. Uh, as we've already mentioned, Plato had uh, a little spinet with possibly Crease. We weren't off, we weren't offered a replay at any point. So yeah, we, it looks like Crease had uh, coming together at turn one, uh, caused him a puncture, had to change obviously wheel, um, and also Ash Hand. And for the life of me, I can't remember why in race one. Again, I don't think we got a replay. Yeah, the TV direction was uh, well. To be fair, some was happening at the front. Yes. we didn't get a yeah. lot anywhere else this no. weekend. No, but some some replays were lacking, even like start replays and stuff like that. Yeah, so to round out the top 15 race one, Jake Hill from Sutton, Turkiton, Jelly, good result for him. Gamble, Ingram. Didn't we mention Ingram in that, did we? He was very uh, average and out of trouble. Yeah. This Just race anyway. kept himself to himself. Uh, local boy Shedden and then Butcher, their brothers-in-law. Camish, uh, Collard, Chilton, Thompson, Moffat, Morgan and Cook rounded out your top 15. Race two? Yeah, let's go. Race two. Going into race two then, and it would be roles reversed for Sutton and Hill. Um, Sutton was able to get, again, a decent start um, and managed to make his way past Hill when Hill made... An almost Turkington-esque mistake from what Turkington did last season here. Yes, dropping a wheel in the gravel at the exit of the... Go on. Well, you, you looked just outraged. Though. I mean, it wasn't the only time that he did it either, was it? No, that was the corner Hill was struggling with all weekend. Uh, it just didn't seem to get the balance in the setup of the car right, which is amazing considering how he launched it through turns one. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that particular corner seemed to keep catching him out. Uh, Hill got away off the line very well. Sutton wasn't able to make the move until Sutton was able to make the move when Hill, as I say, dropped the wheel and basically let Sutton straight through. Yeah, he certainly had to jump on the brakes. Sutton did fairly good, well to avoid him, actually. Yes, yeah, because they're racing bumper to bumper. Yeah, um, and then Turkington was all over the back of him as well um, and actually managed to make a good move on him to uh, get past him as well. But then a Turkington mistake into turn one. Yes, where well he managed a straight line turn. I'm not really sure how he did it. I think he was a little wide on turning, and there seemed to be a lot of marbles up at the start, um, or up at turn one. Once you got onto those, you're, as Tim Harvey says, a passenger. Um, but yeah, he did cut across, 
Hill managed to get a decent run through there and cut down the inside into turn three. Um, and then again had the pace to, to hold him off. After Hill had managed to get past Erkington, um, he did manage to drag his way up to the back of Sutton again. Um, but Sutton was very much on the defensive and trying to find all the lines where he could park his car on the apex. Yes, yeah, Sutton had made a couple of tweaks coming into um, into the race number two to try and keep that car able to a attack well but also defend well. It seemed to have paid off. He was quick. Although I'm, I'm amazed how quickly he'll close the gap. Yeah. After his little skirmish, which now turned him through, and then obviously he has to fight Colin back for the position, which he got back when Colin had a problem at turn one. Yeah, just couldn't believe how quickly he reeled Sutton in. It's almost like he had another gear at some point. Or a rocket ship. Yes, well done. Um, but yeah, eventually in the end, Sutton did manage to hold him off. Um, but the gap as they crossed the line was only 0.14 a second. Yeah, I'm not impressed. I was going to say, following a little skirmish coming out of the final hairpin I'm not on the final lap. This. this is silly. Yeah, it is. Um, so Hill has basically tried to go round the outside, which Sutton has said, nope. Uh, and then Hill was trying to overtake by getting traction through the pit lane entry, and then Sutton has squeezed him. Strictly speaking, until you yeah. get to the the line, the line is part of the racetrack. But it is silly, Sam. Yes, it is. Silly. There's a there's a brick, well not a brick wall, <coughs> but there's a big wall there. Which, yep. Yeah. What what are we doing? Well, it it was borderline to whether it was going to cause major issues, um, but Sutton did sort of like swerve out with enough space for Hill to um, yeah. not be entering the barrier. I think that both of those, that both demanded a little bit of a talk, or sorry, both warranted a little bit of a talking to after that for me personally. Yes. Is, it, is it in the spirit of racing? No. It's the sort of thing you do in a computer game trying to push your opponent to a wall. I mean, we do this, I do this to your Forza yes. all the time. Yes, you yeah, do. Yes, I do. So, uh, but you do it back to me and then it's fine. So, yeah. But yeah, I wasn't impressed with this particularly. I, Obviously, Sutton was desperate to get his first win, and he deserved the first win. Just can't boys race better. Yeah, certainly. Um, it's not something that we want to see. Either. That, however, wasn't the only battle going on during the race. Um, there was a tidy little battle going on between uh, Jelly, Gamble, Butcher, Shedden, Ingram, at some t- some points Camish. Yeah, everyone else in the top ten was having a, a good ding dong battle. Um, unfortunately, Jelly fell back slightly through the field. Uh, I think down to 6th in the end. Gamble back to 7th. Um, Ingram managed to take 4th overall uh, with uh, Shedden and Butcher, those two brother-in-laws. Um, are they? Yeah, they are. Doesn't, uh, doesn't, doesn't one own the circuit as well? <laughs> <coughs> yeah, and uh, the other oh, one wow. works at the circuit. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's um, really good to intel. I didn't know that. And the local lad, Moffat, he finished 12th. Squish? Yeah. Uh, isn't Patterson as well? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, talking of Patterson, he had a little bit of a uh, expedition with Taylor Smith in this race. Tried a bit of a move, uh, lazy, I think you called it when we were watching it, lazy by both. A bit of a lunge yes. at Taylor Smith. Taylor you, Smith. You could sort of see the gap there, but you knew it was going to close. So it, it was lazy on behalf of Patterson for yeah, sticking your nose down the inside. But I think Taylor Smith probably could have seen it come in and gave him a little bit more room. Didn't really come to any harm. Um, both of them got through the hairpin as they should, um, which is less than we can said for, uh, was it Parfit and... Ash Hand. Ash Hand. Oh, that was a stupid move. And Hand got um, reprimanded <coughs> for that, which is absolutely correct because 
such a lazy, stupid move that spanned Parfit around, which cost Parfit a top 20 space. Yeah, Parfit had raced nicely in race one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, finished, I think, 18th. Yep. Um, car actually looked like it had some pace, and then it was a similar move to the Patterson one, and Ashhan just kept on pushing. Yeah, it was silly. It was another race to forget for Jason Plato, who got caught up in another incident in the opening couple of laps, and then would get involved with uh, Will Powell. As, was, no, it was Will Powell got involved in, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, it certainly ended Will Powell's race almost on the spot. Um, he managed to limp it back to the pit lane, I think. But Jason was just not at the races this weekend. Seemed to be getting caught up in everything. Problem is, when you're back there, you're a lot more likely to, aren't you? And again, I don't fully sort of know what happens. You only get one angle of the replays, which yeah. is not great. No, it but. wasn't. Um, another driver who had a slightly better race too was Daniel Rowbottom, who managed to fight his way from about 27th on the grid all the way up to 15th and managed to get a point. Uh, as you say, Patterson managed to fight through the field well as well. There's a racer in there. <coughs> Sorry. You say that every time his name is I mentioned. Really like, I really like Patterson. I, again, I'm going to say it again. I really think there's a good little racer in there. Um, I he think he's managed, a star for the future. I really yeah, do. Yeah, he managed to get up into the points in 14th. Josh Cook, again, didn't make much progress, only finished 13th, um, and top, Tom Shelton managed to sneak into the top 10. I think what impresses me of Patterson the most is that he's always there or thereabouts, well, I say always, obviously not always, but generally he's always <coughs> there or thereabouts with the points, which in your debut season, being that young, in this sport... In a car that was really struggling at the yeah. start of the season as well. In your first really proper competitive sort of racing as well, let's not forget it's not come through the programs that we're used to seeing other people come through. Nope. I'm pretty impressed. Yeah, so am I. Um, and I certainly think he could be top three Jack Sears. No. Him, Gamble, Thompson, sort of. Yeah, Osborne will be there or thereabouts. Osborne and Hand, maybe. Yeah. But I think if he keeps going on the progression that he's on at oh, the moment, absolutely. then yeah, I think top three is probably the aim for him. Yeah, absolutely. I don't disagree at all. Somebody who will be disappointed as well in race two was Bobby Thompson, who had to retire early, which cost him a lot in the Jack Sears this weekend. Yes, yeah. He just pulled off to the side of the circuit, I believe. Um, and as you say, majorly costly in Jack Sears, especially with how well Gamble showed this weekend. Absolutely. Well, you've mentioned him there. Shall we jump into race three? We shall. Race two. Ball number seven was pulled from the box or bag or whatever it is these days. Bowl. Tub. Tub. Tupperware. By Mr. John Cleland himself. Yeah. Wasn't he looking well? He was, actually. Yeah. Very well. Anyway, ball number seven, which meant that George Gamble was on pole for his first pole. Must be his first pole. Yes. Yeah, it was his first pole. And he took a pretty dominant Lights to Flags victory. Untroubled. Very much untroubled. It was commanding. And mature. Yes. No mistakes. Knew what to do. Very impressive from the young lad. Considering he's been out of racing for the last couple of years, um, and to come back in and practically hit the ground running as he has, yeah, he's had an iffy weekend here or there, but this weekend he was up with the top five, top six competitively and consistently, and fully deserving Butcher did try to have a go at the start which is understandable um, kept it fairly clean and to be honest didn't really pose too much of a problem for him and then Gamble was able to sort of fire off into the distance behind him is where everything was happening uh, yep. Tom Ingram tried what in my view can only be described as a bold bold lunge yeah bold on Tom Ingram 
on Shedden even. On Shedden, yes. Yeah, good season. Yeah, it, it didn't, didn't quite go to plan, did it? Um, both of them ended up going through the gravel at the exit of turn three. Yeah. And then Shedden re-entered into Camish. Yes. Which flew Camish in the end, broke yeah. something on yeah. a big way. Jumped him up onto two wheels. Yeah. Um, and certainly broke his, I think, rear toe link in the end. At which point you got very excited, thinking a safety car was on its way. Yes. It wasn't. It wasn't, no. Um, look, we don't want to criticise Ingram, but this came across as a little bit desperate. Do you think he had seen the strength of the cars in front over the weekend and knew he had to finish in front of the BMWs and Sutton in race three and therefore try to make this? Because it, it was quite an un-Ingram-like move. In me. I mean, he has subsequently said that he thinks Shedden should have given him more space. That was on the Tin Top Tuesday podcast. I don't think Shedden did an awful lot wrong here, personally. Mm. I, and we're quite quick to shout about Shedden. Yeah, must say, again, there was no real replay no. of it. Um, so we've only seen well, the no, start the circuit, twice. So we're not going to get yeah, replay, are we? Um, but it, it was a bold move down the inside. Yeah. And I think it's probably a little bit of both. Uh, not enough room. Shedden trying to take the corner as well. And both of them just go straight on, practically. I, I way more blame in Ingram's direction yeah, person yeah, yeah. than I would at Shedden's. Um, and it cost Ingram. And it cost him dearly. Yes, considering he started fourth on the grid as well. Had a decent start, had the opportunity to, okay, maybe he wouldn't have been able to keep up with Gamble, but certainly try and get past Butcher, stay at the front, try and hold off, obviously, Hill and Turkington, who were trying to battle back through. But he's completely thrown it all the way on lap one. Yeah, agreed. He did would fight back to 12th, yes. um, but it's momentum lost. I was amazed that Shedden didn't lose more spaces. Well, he didn't really go in the gravel. He just sort of, he, he can't not in the same way. Mm. He was able to sort yeah. of ride the curb a little bit, and then, as you say, joined maybe a bit too aggressively. Rejoin? I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not sure whether Camish had someone then again on his inside and had nowhere to go and yeah. stuff like that. His first corner, yes. his first lap bunching to a exactly. big degree. Um, but yeah, he managed to recover and actually finish fairly strong in sixth. Yeah, once Hill had got back past Sutton, having made a mistake again, uh, he was able to. Well, he was able to get past Turkton with quite. A fair bit of ease because Turkington let him through. Turkington very much let him through, and I don't blame him. No, nor do I. He would have known that that car is quicker than this weekend. The way Hill's been driving this weekend, he's not a driver you want to have behind no. you if you're in a championship battle. No. And little benefit of having him in the same team, yep. in inverted commas, um, let him go, let him fight past the people in front, and then try and take advantage of when he either biffs them at the bottom or pushes them wide well that's a that's a new ringtone isn't it biffs them at the bottom that'll be up there tinging it up the tube (coughs) Uh, yeah I I, I agree I think Colin is very wily and knows what fights he can win and there's no point battling with Jake Hill when he's that much quicker than you this weekend and the championship's not on the line yet there was a suggestion in commentary that he's now got one over on Hill and he can claim that favour later on I don't see that happening. I don't think that's part of the reasoning. I just think he knew that Hill was quicker. I'm pretty sure Turkington still hasn't repaid the favour to Oliphant, has he? Well, not on track. No, no. Um, so, yeah, I, I very much doubt there will be a favour repaid in that, that instance, especially with both of them looking to try and take home the title. Yeah, agreed, agreed. That's pretty much, I think, what happened in race three. It wasn't... Yeah, it wasn't a classic race three, was it? No. Um, Needs a bit of rain. Plato fought back to 19th from the back of the grid. Thompson followed him through to 20th. Ashhan and Crees just missed out on points. Um, 
Moffat just got inside the top ten. Chilton did get inside the top ten. Both Chilton and Moffat are good weekends. Quite, yes, but, they did. But, you know, are you really expecting them to be beating the people that are in front of them? Probably not, with the exception mm. maybe of Jelly yeah. and Gamble, perhaps, on another day. But, but BMW's I, at Knock Hill. So. Yeah, I don't think Chilton and Moffat have finished behind anybody you wouldn't expect them to. No. Um, Patterson had to end his race early, yeah. I think, for a technical error. Red, no, yeah. it was a meatball flag. Oh, okay. Um, so, obviously, carrying a little bit of damage. Again, we um, weren't allowed to see what the damage was. No, we weren't. No. Um, so, he, unfortunately, didn't complete half the race. No, um, shame. But, yeah, apart from that, it was a fairly standard one. Obviously, Gamble took home the win from Jake Hill from Rory Butcher, local lad. Um, Colin Turkington in fourth, just ahead of Ash Sutton and Gordon Shedden. Jelly, Cook, Chilton and Moffat round out the top ten, with Morgan having gradually fought back over the weekend followed by Ingram, Robottom, Taylor Smith and Ricky Collard Just a question Yes. before we finish this this section do you think Jake Hill will be going away slightly disappointed because he should arguably have had two wins at least if not three Yes and no he's now within 20 points of the lead of the championship whereas he was over 40 I think behind in that respect, he's had a brilliant weekend. He's outscored anyone else, and he's done exactly what he needed to do. But Yes, it could have been more. But, and so my point's going to be, if he doesn't make the mistake in race two, that's probably a win. Yeah. If he doesn't make the mistake in race three, and he doesn't cost himself a couple of laps preparing that damage, does he win the race? Mm, it's possible. But, I don't know. You're talking about a difference of, what, seven, seven, fourteen points? Oh, yeah, I agree, but the feet as well. To the, yeah. Have you ever, I, I can't <coughs> think of any, uh, even when Eves took all three and Plato took all three, I don't think they qualified po- po- pole, did they, as well? I can't remember. I can't. Eves was so long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Plato you, might have been on pole. But to have all four. Yeah, I know. Grand slam. It had been a hell of an achievement. Oh, absolutely, and I don't think we'll get anyone close again this season. No, nor do I. Um, I think those top four drivers will be competitive within themselves to yep. sort of like block one of the others out. Okay, shall we move on to the grades for the weekend? Yes, we shall. It's quite a split this weekend on the grades. There's quite a few that did very well and quite a few that did not do so well. Yeah, I think it's almost verging on how the championship is going. Yes, I would agree with you. Yeah. Kicking things off, Colin Turkton and A... The, the Wingfoot Award is probably his for the way he's qualifying at the minute. And all jokes aside, I don't think there's a better one-lap driver than Colin Turkington. Not across the whole season, no. Um, well, that's not, what the award proves. Exactly. Um, I think, obviously, he won it last season. Jake Hill is his only real close challenger, and I think that's just because he's in the same car. Yeah, and Sutton is, I think, one of the greatest races. I don't think he's that good over one lap because there's lots of no. mistakes that creep in or mm. lots of... The car's too put, loose. Yeah. Anyway, so Turton takes an A, treble podium. Yeah. Good effort. Not bad. And he's right. Well, he's doing what Turton does. He now leaves the championship. I sound like Tim Harvey here, but he now leaves. <laughs> well, it wasn't a triple podium. It was a third, a third, and a fourth. Oh, I'm just good as damn it. Um, anyway, he now leaves the championship, and he does this, doesn't he? He picks up points quietly, and he's now looking a real prospect for the championship. Yeah, he's always there or thereabouts, and it's um, it's been a strong season for him. Talking to someone who was there this weekend, Jelly, really good weekend for Jelly. 
quietly very good. Yeah. Didn't yeah. get into any real trouble. Um, dropped a couple of places, I think, in race three. But apart from that, good weekend. Yeah, so he, gained, he gained a place in race three. He dropped Did a couple of places in race two. Race two, sorry. Um, interestingly, Hill has said about him that he's one of the quickest drivers he knows. He just doesn't put together the sectors very often. I mean, that... That's quite fair. That kind of sums him up. When Journey's on it, yeah, he's yeah, on yeah. it. And this weekend, yeah. he was on it. It's a B. <coughs> Hill, A-star. Look, pole win. Should have been a second win. Treble podium. Might have been a triple star if he'd have done all four. Yeah. 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 He's back in the championship. We'll... Oh, I don't know. We'll come to that afterwards, actually. I had a little look. It's only 14 points. It's even less than I thought. Yeah. Off, but... t- off top. We'll come to this at the end. Go on then. Oh, it comes to no, it now. sorry, go okay. through the grades first. Sutton, A, double podium, qualified on second. Best front-wheel drive car this weekend. By country mile. Yeah. Camish B was there and thereabouts until you know, a problem in race three that he was not really a party to took him out. Osborne and Jackson both get Ds. It's not going well for the Beavers Morgan with whoever they're with. I can't even remember. I don't. We don't get to see their car often enough unless it's, it's spinning. Crash, yeah, or knocking out a quick fit barrier. Yeah. Yeah, not a great weekend. And I'm more disappointed of Jackson this year now, Osborne. Osborne is still fairly new to the championship. Ollie Jackson's a multi-race winner. Yep. And considering what he's done that Ford before, mm. it's quite disappointing, isn't it? I'm wondering whether whether he's missing almost that tutorship that Blundell was able to give when it, when it was MB Motorsport. Yeah, but he was winning races without him, though, wasn't he? In the Red Ford of Butcher. Well, yeah, that's true. So... No, I'm going to knock that down. Okay, fine. Sorry, mate. Uh, Morgan gets a C. <coughs> yeah, with, with a bit of luck, he could have been a race winner this weekend. I don't think that's too... Oh, if he'd have started where his grid slot was, mm-hmm. then, yeah, he could have been well in there. Yeah. But it's a C because he wasn't. Yeah. Uh, Gamble's an A, first win, did well all weekend, very good indeed, and took a really good lead in the Jack Sears as well, which is always handy. Local lad, Gordon Shetland, gets a B. Raced pretty well, kept his nose clean. I don't blame him for the Ingram incident, personally. No. Uh, and Robottom gets a C. Race 1 shenanigans sort of cost his weekend. This is why I want to change race 2 rules, as I've said before. Yeah, the, uh, the I think it was a technical error, or a mechanical error, should I say, um, in race 1. But then he fought back through the field quite well. Yeah, he did. You just didn't see enough of him. And that's kind of been his season this year, mm. yeah. I think it's fair to say. Uh, Lloyd gets a D. They didn't get the car right this this weekend at all. No, it was just, well off on setup. Just, yeah, just got it wrong. Ingram gets a C. Similarly, he wasn't his blistering best and a rare mistake or rare moment of madness. If this is his bad weekend, yeah. I think he'll be pleased. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I'd agree with that. <coughs> uh, Chilton is the best scoring Bristol Street with Accelerate thingy and everyone else on board car. Uh, he got a B. Didn't do anything wrong. Didn't do anything spectacular, but score three sets of good points. Very consistent. Yeah. Didn't get into trouble, which is not something we normally say about him. This is the first weekend without incident, apart from Croft, maybe. Quite possibly. Yeah. Maybe corner's been turned. He did well at mm. Croft as well. Yep. A literal corner as well as a figurative corner. Uh, Butel D back from um, his his absence last time round. It's not going well for him with that car, is it? It really isn't. No, it's not, and I think it's been exaggerated now because of how well Jiggy performed in it. Agreed. Crease uh, and Hand both get Crease <coughs> and Hand Sorry. both get D's as um, 
yeah. a really bad weekend for PMR. Yeah, mistakes. Just quickly problems. move on from yeah, it. Yeah, lack of pace, not very good. Uh, Cook gets a C, three points finishes, which is good, but the car is way off. Lowly points finishes, yeah. though. Yeah. yeah, the car's way off. And on that basis, in the words of Duncan Bannatyne, he's a. That, that was a poor one. Move on. Come on. Uh, Plato and Edwards both get D. I didn't really know Edwards was here, to be honest. It was quite yeah, a quiet Yeah, apart weekend. from a little spin she had with Jackson. Yeah, in race um, one. Yeah, I think so. Plato was only on the cameras when he was spinning, in the gravel crashing. and spinning. And yeah. yeah. The car needs to improve. They're we, both better. All three of them are better than this. Yes, they are. Uh, Bobby Thompson also gets a D. Woeful weekend for him. Not necessarily his fault, but the car just didn't... Well, <laughs> The car didn't have that much pace in it, and he had a, a mechanical issue. Indeed. Uh, Taylor Smith gets a C. He was there where you'd expect him to be. He scored points. Yep. Floating around the top 15. That's where Taylor Smith's level is, I think. Yep. Uh, Nick Hamilton, a D. Again, I did, was he on screen at all during the races? Not that I remember. I really not, can't. No, no, not that I remember. Uh, Aidan Moffat, <coughs> Moffat gets a C. As he gained score points. It was a good weekend for Moffat, but yeah. not to the level we saw last year from yeah. him. Yeah, and um, in a real drive card, expect it a little bit more. Yes, exactly. Patterson gets a C, a couple of errors, but score points, a bit unlucky for the meatball flag. Yep. You know, he's a, he's a racer in there. Uh, Parfit also gets a C. I was impressed this weekend. He definitely, showed some good pace. Definitely his best weekend of the yeah. season so far. Um, I'm hoping that they've found out whatever issues were on that car over the break um, and that he can now kick on. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, Butcher gets a B, podium, raced well, kept his nose clean, Relatively. raced hard. Yeah, yeah hard but fair, yeah. which is what you want from Butcher. Card gets a C, was it three points finishes for him this weekend? Ooh, now you're asking. I think it was. He's, you know. He certainly raced really well. There was one race where he it was. crawled up to the back of that battling pack just inside the top mm. ten. Um, and then I think race two, he, he sort of like shied off of those a little bit. 10th, 11th, 15th. Yeah. Good, good, good. Hopefully getting to grips with the car now. So that's good for Collard. Uh, Powell gets a D, rounding off our grades. Not particularly strong. No, again, Powell. involved in incidents which you don't really need or want. No. I wonder if Hard will at some point rethink the the, the way they structure mm. the cars. Yep. That's a discussion for another day. Right, going through the... We'll do the bingo first. before oh, we get yes, closing the bingo. Course. Well, yeah, we'll get your joy out of the way so we can <coughs> shrink the doors Thank after, you. after extending for your ego. you got all three. Yeah. That's the second time this season. One of us has got all three, though. I know. Pretty good. weekends as well. Yeah, to be fair, we only... You only missed out on one of yours this weekend. I think if Addison was there, I'd have got it. Yeah, quite possibly. But okay, so you got it for explaining the hybrid icons, and you can't use these again now, by the way. No, I know, I know. I, know. I was lucky though, because race worden they yeah. weren't working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were, you were pretty worried going into yeah. that. Uh, you also got one for real drive traction at the hairpin. That it was said more or less this, uh, twice. Yeah. Say, I was happy to give you the point for that. And then Shannon and Butcher, they're brothers-in-law. Yep. Who'd have thought that would have been said? I know. Uh, I got possible you can't use hybrid on lap one. Yeah, hybrid. Uh, I think Harvey said that every race. Yes. And when we had the safety car yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and shedding the local lad, which happened in race one, or local man. Right, yeah. yeah. And then um, I had, as we drop into Duffer's dip for the first time, which is a classic Addy line. It is. But he wasn't there. He wasn't there. He wasn't. He wasn't. So that means on the bingo that it's now 7 5 in my favour. 
With I'm three I'm rounds to go? To, four rounds to go. Trying to pull it back in. Yeah, wow. four rounds to go. We'll see. We'll see. And in terms of the predictions, I had one this weekend, and so did you. So I had pole man of Butcher. You had Turkington. You were closer than me, to be fair. Yeah, can I say we're not we're not doing too well on these predictions this season, are we? No, but that's because it's so close at the front. Yeah, I know. I then had winner of Turkington, which on another day. Yeah, same. Sutton and then Shedden, which do you think wasn't that far for race three? I wonder if Ingram and him hadn't come together, would we have seen more of a title, a, a push? I doubt it. I think the BMWs were just too quick this weekend. That's fair. You had Turkington, Ingram, and Turkington. In terms of Turkington pole and Ingram, Turkington yes. double race win, didn't happen. Nope. Uh, Gamble, you went for Jack Sears. Congrats. Good point for you in there. Smashed out the park. I went Thompson. Unlucky. Well, not really. Gamble was fantastic this weekend. Yeah, he was. But... Yeah, fair play. Uh, we didn't get our general prediction. I had Cook double non-point score. Which <coughs> I wasn't a million miles I was going to say, he was very close to not scoring yeah. points. And you had two or more safety cards. I thought Knock Hill, is, you're bound to get one a race. Yeah. Then, to me. moving on to it's a knockout or knockbusters, depending on which way we want to think about it. Uh, we had number of Scottish flags, which I'm at uh, 32. You, I may have misjudged this. Uh, massively so. <laughs> By the end of race one, there was more than yours. Yeah. You yeah. went for 16. And you gave up counting when you realised it had gone in my favour anyway. Yes, it did. Um, I, my final number, I think, was around 35. I didn't see any in race three. It... it the thing I wasn't banking on was there being a massive Scottish flag behind the prime camera yeah. position of where everyone was running wide. Although I was quite annoyed because there's no Scottish flags on the start finish line, and I can't, no. I expect there to be. Yeah, but I won that. Yeah, uh, you won the open windows competition. I had nine. You had five. There were none. And I was going to say by by default. Yes. I've won this one. I think you shouldn't get a point for that because not even <coughs> one had open. Then you're not getting a point for the last one. <laughs> yeah, I've just cut the nose off spite my face. Yes, you have. We'll, we'll, yes. Keep, we'll keep it as it is, and that's fine. Uh, I had nine, you had five. We're not counting Cook or Plato's force windows being open on the BTC car, which is interesting that they both got hit and both windows popped out. Popped out, yeah. As in, just Aero- at the top. Aerodynamics. Yes. Uh, and then shots of people eating. Paul O'Neill wasn't doing enough commentary. He always finds the people having a barbie and goes, oh, look at that, they're having a barbie! But not on this occasion. Yeah, but he doesn't do touring car races. No. No, you should have thought about that one I a little bit more. I should have thought about that one, I didn't. But yeah, we'll find something else for next time out at Snetterton. It's, it's hard to get a pun in Snetterton, isn't it? Yeah, so no. Also, we're going to be there. Oh, I've got an idea already. Oh, God. I'd walk 300 miles, Snetter 300, I don't know. Well, no. The pun comes first. Anyway, the scores on the scores in the general predictions are that I on 15 and you are on 12.5. I thought I'd put it back a little bit this weekend, but it hasn't hasn't quite worked. Well, actually, I've scored an extra point on I you. know, exactly. Yeah. Okay, <coughs> driver awards and then general thoughts. Uh, yes. Right, my awards for the weekend. Driver of the weekend, we can probably agree on it now. Oh, not, it's not difficult at all, is it? No. Rick Parfit. <laughs> no, it's Jake Hill. Yeah, I mean, the, the amount of pace that that lad showed this weekend was why he is now back in the title fight. Absolutely. Villain of the weekend? For me, Plato. Um, just, he was a bit rubbish, yeah. wasn't he? Um, Lackluster. In getting mixed up with the instance, which is what happens when you don't qualify as well, the car is struggling at the moment, um, and it's just... Give it up, old man. I don't fully agree, give it up, old man. 
Go and do some GT racing. Go and do all the other things that you want to do. Go and do Le Mans and Dakar or whatever. I'd love to see at the end of the season him do a hot lap in a Beamer or a Napa or a mm. Hyundai just to see if he has got the pace. I'd love mm. to see it. But a hot lap is completely different to a race. Well, I know, but he's not the close in qualifying either. No. Just give him three laps to put in a qualifying time. Mm. I don't know. Uh, I'm going PMR. Okay. Just not a good weekend at all. Mm. Both drivers were... Well, involved in incidents, <coughs> expensive weekend. Yeah, who was your surprise? Good, gamble. Um, yeah, I yeah. was really surprised by one how well he kept up with obviously Team WSR yep. and the other BMWs, yep. and he didn't at all look out of his depth. I didn't didn't think he would, but he really showed maturity and uh, racecraft and just ability to stay there. Yeah, agreed. Uh, shout out to Parfit. Yes. But I have gone for Sutton just on the basis of, you know, when you see the quali and you see the dominance of the real drive cars, for me, he was the only front wheel drive car that consistently held his own this weekend yep. and actually looked on a par with them. Yeah. I was quite surprised by that. But you, I, I did say he'd go well. I was going to say, you did take, say he'd take a win. I did. Mm. I was right. Just me, I was right. Only just. But yeah. What a nonsense comment. Everton only just stayed in the Premier League, but they're still in the Premier League. Still, still in the Premier League? Yes, yeah, so I was right. Doesn't matter how. I said, yeah. Right, Carry good. on. Next. Uh, bad. Uh, you're surprised, bad. You've gone for PMR here. So that's fine. Fair I enough. mean, for, yeah. Repeat my comments on the villain section. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't foresee them being this bad this weekend. No. I thought they'd be yeah, they're thereabouts, maybe edging on the um, sort of edge of the points, maybe. But no, just well, they weren't the edge of the points. Yeah, but they had two or three retirements yeah, between yeah, the two yeah, of them. Yeah. I've gone Thompson. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting to lose that much ground to Jack Sears this weekend. No, it's um, a, a big lead that, or significant lead that he had yeah. um, that has been completely <coughs> wiped out now. Not quite. Six points, uh, sorry, five points in it between the two. Updated. Yeah, it has. Has it? Yeah. Okay. Um, only five points between them now. Um, both of them are significantly ahead of Ash Hand in third. Okay, so closing thoughts then, Sam. We've got a title fight on our hands. Mm-hmm. I think there is technically five, although only really four in it. There's five that are on have scored two hundred points or more. Yes. Josh Cook is on two hundred and four. <coughs> Josh Cook is on two hundred and four. Jake Hill is on two hundred and thirteen. Sutton two two one. Ingram two two two. Turkton two two seven. I think it's between four. I don't think that Cook's in the fight. Yeah, I think... He needs a phenomenal Thruxton to go his way. And, and he could have that, but I don't think he's got it elsewhere as well. I'd agree. Which which sort of puts him out of it. But not until we go to Silver. And the dark thing is he's taken more wins than Hill, yeah, more wins than Sutton, more wins than Ingram, and more wins than Turkington. I know. And in fact, he hasn't actually had a retirement yet. No. So. Are you writing him off prematurely? The thing is, he doesn't seem to have the confidence in the car. No, you look at post Thruxton, 8th, 9th, 3rd, 15th, 11th, 2nd, 15th, 13th, 8th. You can't win a championship. It's a downward spiral at the moment, isn't it? And in my view, you can't win a championship by relying on race 3. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen it many times before. You have to do well in race 1 and 2. Yeah, I'm going to tentatively write him off, personally. And then it is... Well, I say that, he's not actually that far behind, is he? Yes, but 
he might have a really good Thruxton weekend, but we know that the rest of the drivers there are going to have good Snetterton weekends, mm. they're going to have good Silverstone weekends, and they know what it takes on a final weekend at Brands. And even a Thruxton, even if he has a good weekend, can you really see Turkton, Ingram, Sutton and Hill finishing outside the top ten in all three races? I, I nope. can't. Not at all. No. Okay, so, if I was to say, now, here's a £5 note. They're all the same, they're all odds, they're all the same odds. Because obviously, if it's a free bet, you'll go for the rank outsider. They're all two to one. Okay. Who would you go for at this stage? Who do you think, of what we've got left? Look look at the tracks that we've got left. Which is what I kind of do. You sort of like well, that, that would be useful. Yes, there's no point looking at the tracks. They're not going to feature. To be fair, I, I don't care how they're going around Spa. Can I finish chance. my point? I don't even going to make any sense. So if you decompartmentalise it into, Thruxton is sort of like Cook's weekend. If it, should be, he, he should have a strong weekend there. Yep. Ingram always goes really well at Silverstone. Yep. I think so does Sutton. So does Turkington. Yes, but not quite to the same extent. Ingram. I think Ingram okay. should be looking to top the points on that weekend. Okay. You look at Thruxton. Uh, sorry. Snatton. Brands, final weekend. We're not doing Snatton. But I'll get back to that. Okay. That's the next one. Well, it's not in order anymore. No, I don't need to do it in order. You look they at do, though. <laughs> Shut up. There's no point them turning up to Thruxton <laughs> next weekend when it's Snatton. <laughs> I'm going to be in the wrong place if that happens. Um, if you look at Brands... Yeah. Sutton always goes well there. Yeah. Turkington knows what it takes on a final weekend to take home a championship. I do. <laughs> That's rude. Um, and then if you look at Snetterton the next time out, it's a massive power circuit, but I think it has a good mix of everything. And again, Turkington, Ingram, Sutton go... I think the, the key is we've got four tracks left. Turkington, Ingram, Sutton go well at all of them. Even at, even at Thruxton, they go well. At Turkton, maybe... Okay, you might, you might take Turkton out of the Thruxton, <coughs> Thruxton one. I think otherwise, those three go well at all four tracks left. My head says Turkington. Okay. My heart says Tom Ingram should win two of those last four weekends on points. Mm-hmm. But is he consistent enough in the other races to be able to take home enough points overall? Yeah. I understand where you're coming from. My head says Sutton. I just think he's really dialing into that car now. He's getting okay. it under his belt. We saw flashes of what Sutton's been great at doing the last couple of rounds. Not just at Knockhill. We saw a little bit of it at Croft as well. Yeah. And we saw it a little bit earlier on the season. He took a travel um, podium at Thruxton. He had a run of five podiums. He's had a bit of bad luck along the way as, as well, of course. But, yeah, I kind of just feel he's getting into that rhythm of the car now. And he goes where it's Snetterton. He goes well at Thruxton, he goes well at Silverstone, he goes well at Brands Hatch. Mm. Do I see him finishing outside the top ten unless assisted? Mm. No. In any of these last races, no, I don't. But my heart also says Ingram. <laughs> my, heart, my heart, look, I'll be fair, to be honest with my cards, I want Ingram to win. Yes. I really do. Otherwise he could be the most deserving non-British touring car champion. And that could be one of the strongest cars not to win a title. Yes. Up the Versailles at Leon. Yeah. I think that Hill is the really interesting one at this stage. Hill has got to make sure that he doesn't, one, end up in someone and out of a race, 
or in a barrier or causing his own issues. Mm. If he stays out of trouble, he's definitely got the pace. Yeah. But can he stay out of trouble? Can he negate any mistakes that he makes and stuff like that? We saw mistakes this weekend yeah, 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 and he, he was he the fastest driver. He overdrives at times. You're absolutely right. I'm not going to not going to lie, not going to argue. He overdrives at times. Yeah. I completely agree with you. Yeah, I think Sutton. If I was to put money on it now, I, I never write off Colin Turkington, obviously. Exactly. But <coughs> when it's still this close, I don't think he's he's hitting purple patch at a nice time. I think we're gonna go on. Could it go down to wins? No. You think it's done on points? Yeah. Okay. I don't think the championship's set up that way because don't forget you've got point for leading a lap, point for fastest lap. It could come down to yeah. it could very well come down to two drivers finished eleven on points at um, Brands Hatch, and it coming down to who took the fastest lap. As in they got an, they took yeah, the fastest yeah, lap yeah. and got the extra point race, for it. Yeah. yeah, which would be crazy. I I think it would be even crazier if it goes down to wins, knowing how consistent Colin is. Would he get enough wins? Mm. Obviously, Sutton's only taken one so far. Dare I say, a three-way tie. Well, Turkey's only taken one so far. I know. But dare I say, a three-way tie between those top three. Ingram's already got three wins. Yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't like it to be... I don't know, it wouldn't be, because that's the rules. Yeah. But I wouldn't like it to be decided like that, personally. It would be mega if it was. I think they should then do a... Shootout, shootout sort of thing, yeah. Personally, yeah, personally, if that happens, rather than do it like how the first championship was decided. Yeah, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, I think I've seen sort of like a, a historic video of it somewhere where yes. two um, Dan Brown's hatch in the same car. No, in they're two different cars, was but they swapped that's over. What they swapped, that's right. They didn't. Yeah, they did yeah. in each other's car. God, yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. That would be great. <laughs> not going to happen. No, but. of course not. Of course not. But yeah. okay, well, we'll leave you with that. Yeah, absolutely. Let so, us know your thoughts. Yeah. Um, obviously, just over halfway through the season now. Um, heading towards Snetterton next time out, which we will both be going to. Separately, though. Separately, yes. But together. Um, you living it up in your hospitality. Uh, <coughs> Not my jealous. Heart, my heart will go on. Um, and uh, well, my heart will go on, maybe. Because uh, I'm a uh, team heart. No, please don't say that. <laughs> that, that can be fraught with so many issues. Yeah. I'll, um, <laughs> I'll be with team hard this weekend. You will not be of Team Hard this weekend. No, um, no. But you'll be there. Yes. Next weekend. But Next weekend. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll be back we'll for a preview. Ha- I was going to say, we'll have a preview show for you between now and then. Um, but please do let us know your thoughts. Obviously, leave us a review and a, a rating if you feel like it. Um, and we love to have interaction with you on social media. So don't be scared. Drop us a message. Or email. Or an email. Um, we'd love to be able to interact with our... Uh, our listeners. And just before we go, well done for soldiering on. I've, taken, I've ripped Thank into you. you mercilessly this evening, but yeah. My voice is struggling now. Yeah, I can tell. Thank you for making it uh, <coughs> making it through. Apologies for the coughing you might have to put up within the background a little yes. bit, but thank you for battling through. You are... You I'll, should be, got, I'll be fighting fit for next week. I will be nominating you on the Queen's Honours list. Thank you. Thank You're you welcome. very much. Right, stay safe everyone, and uh, we'll be back again soon. Bye for now. Remember to subscribe, follow and also share our podcast for 
more Touring Car updates. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook by just searching for BTCP, British Touring Car Podcast. And you can also contact us there or on our email at btccpod at gmail.com. 